Welcome to Lucky Boys Podcast. This is the first one we have going in in Happy the new, new year. year. Happy New Year, guys. We got 2020 vision, and sitting across from me, we have our good friend and uh, I guess uh, affiliated brother. Affiliated 985 all day, beta <laughs> chapter. Jordan Welcome Eng. to the studio. Thank you, Jordan guys. Eng, what's up? Not much, man. AKA, what's your pledge name again? Oh, damn. Who's testing who? <laughs> Icebox. Icebox. There we go. AKA Icebox. Bro. What's up, man? Not much, man. Happy New Year, guys. A lot has changed. 2019 was busy. Um, been at my company for a while. Past month, came back from a whole tournament. Big aspiration. Um, let's see. I got my bucket list done, finally. Got my first fight. Went to Thailand, traveled alone. Wait, hold on. Let's rewind. Right. How do you want to set this so, up? How do you want to set I this up? I haven't seen you in a couple of years, right? Yep. A few three. Years. We just talked about this three years to be exact since and, we last filmed. And uh, holy shit. Since then, it seems like you got a, a lot of changes. Yep. Um, you still look young. You still look the same, <laughs> except the hair color. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm getting old. Everybody was like, "You aged." <laughs> Wait, rapid. that's that that's natural hair color? Nah, nah, I dyed this shit. Oh, I, I just, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like, yeah, you, you almost got color. me there. I was like, hold on. I'm like, uh, how do you get stress, that bro. purple gray that fast in <laughs> three years? Yo, corporate working stress, corporate bro. just turned his hair purple. <laughs> yep, <laughs> pretty much, man. So, all right. So then, since then, I guess the one I'm referencing, like, all right. from what you were talking about, is you became a fighter. Yeah, and uh, a Muay Thai fighter. Yep. Okay, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? All right, so yeah. short, short and sweet summary. After college, martial arts has always been a big thing for me. Uh, picked up some random classes, Groupon classes. Oh shit, Groupon. Yep, everyone. Okay. Uh, drop a plug. <laughs> uh, kickboxing and stuff like that. And then I was always interested in uh, Muay Thai in general because everyone's like, all right, so you can take some Taekwondo, stuff like that. And then MMA blew up. MMA was such a big thing. UFC was like, all right, ground and pound. You see all these like world star hip hop shit. Like people just get knocked down left and right. And you're like, all right, cool. But as a little kid, I'm pretty sure you guys can relate. Parents never wanted you to take classes. Never wanted you to get violent, get into fights. So I'm older. After college, I'm like, all right, I got money now. I can actually do this myself. So I started taking classes. And... It just picked up since then. Even when I knew you guys, I was still like into the whole training scene. I was actually working out a lot. Got buff, got skinny, got buff, got fat. Yeah, you always like physically fit. Yeah, yeah I was shit. always active and it was always like one of my, in the back of my head, this is what I want to do. The whole fighting scene was just like a... Um, like you always wanted to fight professionally? No, 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 no. Definitely not. It's more like a 2017 bucket list for 2018. So New Year's, new resolution stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I started taking this more seriously. I started training, and I'm seeing people do smoker fights. People might not know what a smoker fight is, but it's really just like a amateur, no winner, no loser, hard training, hard sparring fight just mm -hmm. to get you ready for a real tournament. And then I see people, not to like toot my own horn, I'm like people who are not as good as me or people who were kind of like amateurish. Mm -hmm. And I'm an amateur too, but I'm talking about like people who literally just train like three months, and I'm like, why the hell are you fighting? Mm -hmm. But they did it, so I was like, you know what? Let me test what I've been doing. I've been spending money on this, on training. I want to do something. Fast forward, 2018 comes along, and then I'm training. I'm training. Tournament comes up. All right, guess what? I'm like, all right, coach, I want to do this. Week later, I, t I tear my quad. Fuck, Ooh. how do you tear <clears throat> your quad? 
I'm sparring. I'm sparring with somebody, and I throw a kick. He throws a knee at me. Bad impact, bad timing, freak accident, when you ever call. Next second, I drop to the ground. I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck happened? I limp back to my car. I drive home. Everything's stinging. This is, like, one of the worst feelings I ever had. And trust me, I've, like, I've crashed while snowboarding. I've never had a broken bone, broken, broken bone or anything else, but this torn quad was, like, making me hobble. And I'm like, this is not normal. I couldn't sleep. Early morning at like 4 a.m., I spaz out because the leg is really hurting. I went to doctors. I called off work, and I was like, what's going on? Did x-ray everything else? They're like, you have a torn quad. And I was like, so what does that mean? It's like, well, you might want to be in crutches. I was like, I work in the city. I'm not going to walk around in crutches. So I went to PT rehabilitation. I took off training for a while. Hmm. And then... Come January 2019, so my bucket list is already scrapped. I can't fight. I missed the tournament. I missed the window. I had my torn quad. I got the green light, so I started training again. But now I'm like, all right, I have four months of missed time. My whole fight team who fought, there was about five of them, and four of them all got medals. They all placed. They all got the belt. They got the strap. And that was like, oh, fuck. And, and you feeling like... I got left out. You. Yeah, that yeah. could have been me. That, that definitely could have been me. So I'm like, fuck. So how long did it take you to bounce back from an injury? So here's the thing. I got torn quad, went to PT over three and a half months, give or take, during work, whatever I had to do. And then uh, I started training, like really training. Wake up, train, eat, train. At work, I have my grip on the table. I'm training. So that was life. That was life. And then guess what? I overtrained, so I'm doing a light beginner's class. I'm kicking the bag, and guess what? Now, I have a torn calf, uh, calf muscle. Right now? No, no, no. I had a torn calf muscle yeah, yeah. right after I got dismissed from my okay. PT. Okay. So torn quad on left leg, healed up, torn calf on the left leg, and then I'm like... So I, I, wa- I want to go to that for a second. I want to touch on it. I think, I think because this, this was something that I, I've been, you know, going back and forth with in my head. Yeah. Is it possible to overtrain? Yes. It's definitely. Your body wasn't ready. My body wasn't ready. It basically gave me the big F you. You you took too much out of me. So that's that's what happened. So when you overtrain, I guess... Things break, man. Things break. We're getting older. Your body's not as healthy as you can. Like, I'm not in my 20s where I just recover. I started late. You got to understand, like, these fighters, some of them were born and bred. They start as kids. Mm -hmm. This tournament I went to, like, really opened my eyes because there's something called, like, a super cadet. Right. They're 8 to 10 years old. I mean, fully geared, they're fighting. All right, cool. And then the next age gap, like 11 to 13 or whatever. And then that's like the juniors. And then you have adults, 18 plus, and then you have 40 plus. So I'm watching these little kids. I'm like, yo, these kids are monsters. And then I was like, if I started at my 20s, like really training, I might be done already because I know people who have been doing that. So so people with a lot of mileage. That yeah, a lot more mileage. They so a kid, they, pre- they pretty much have a shorter career. Yep. Because they've taken so much more damage. Yep. And that's why for me, I'm just like, all right, so, so I'm pushing it. Because you're in your... You're in your mm, just 30. Just... Oh, you're... 30 your flat. You're 30 right now? 30 right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> just turned 30 or... 30 so, in so, May. So you just got into this in your late 20s. Yeah. Right? And, and not like that's a... Usually, when people start fighting, they're in their eighteen, twenty, twenty-one at yeah, most. Yeah, not even mo- not even when they're kids, but when I guess they're in New their, Yorkers, when Americans male, over here, typically yeah. male prime. That's yep. when they begin, you know, to really hone in on their skills, and yep. that's where you hear most of these uh, fighters 
um, erupt and learn, I guess, like John Jones. Oh, yeah, Conor they McGregor, blow up. Right, those guys. Like, it, did that inspire you to come in at a later age to compete and and you feel like... It inspired me to want to do something, but at the same time, it was just all situational. Didn't have the time, didn't have the money, didn't have just the doors open to me to be able to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I wanted it. Healed up, finally. This is late 2018. I'm just like, all right, I didn't get my goal in, so I kept training, rehabilitating. I'm like, coach, when can I get a fight? When can I get a fight? Nothing was going on, so the whole year actually flew by. 2018's done. Now we're in 2019. I'm like, all right. Now I'm pissed. Like, I'm pissed at myself. I'm pissed because I couldn't get the opportunity. I missed the window. Uh So I'm like, what am I going to do? So then 2019, I'm like, all right, I'm going to make up for this. I'm doing this goal. I'm fighting this year. I went all in again, but I played it smart. So I spent a lot of money, spent a lot of time. And thankfully, I have a girlfriend who's very supportive of this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like when you touched on that, it's so important to have a relationship that can actually support you on your aspirations and your hobbies. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise you start fighting and things just go downhill. And it makes everything that much harder for you. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you've dieted. We all have done the dieting trend, IF, everything else. I was like, all right, this isn't working. I'm not cutting enough weight for what I want to compete in the weight class I want because everything's bracketed. So I have a friend, good friend, uh, plug. His name is Phil. He's my strength conditioning and weight management coach. He was like, you know, you guys and your fighters, like, oh, no carbs at all, just eating just chicken, salad, whatever. Like, it's not going to work for you. Of course not. I, was just, so, I, oh, I thought, you suck at it. That's crazy because you can't, you can't do, do a serious sport. Yeah, and, and doing like carbs. a like some version of an Atkins diet. That's oh yeah, that's so insane. Keto diet, Atkins diet, all that like stuff. You need calories, like, and that's another thing. So <laughs> overtraining breaks you down. Not feeding your body breaks you down. And then look, you're breaking it down internally, externally. This is not going to work. So he put me on a macro diet. So something simpler, you know, your carbs, your fats, your proteins. Like, all right, we're set. So I got him. And then on the back end, I have my coach, Muay Thai coach. So I'm training with him. Hey, can, can you run me through that? What, what's yeah, counting your macros? Yeah, so let's let's run through your daily diet. How does that work? So after I got up, him, let, after let, I got him, let's yeah. So, so okay. what's working for you? Because you've been able, I've seen you. you you've uh, you look great. You lost a lot of weight. Yeah, um, gained a lot back. <laughs> right. So, um, and and it's healthy, right? It's yeah. a healthy weight. So you feel great. Yep. You're probably in the best shape of your life right now. I could be better. Tournament okay. wise, was better. All right. So, so, how, what's it like from from when you wake up? Like, run me through your. I mean, right. we know we know your your workout. You know, and that, yeah. that that'll depend on everyone's regimen. Not everyone's a fighter. Yeah, yeah, of course. But everyone can sort of get something it's out a healthier of lifestyle, a healthier lifestyle. So, how do you do it? So, so what kind of food do you eat, and do you meal prep? And yep. What meal you prep. I think. You just um, have to. I think also you can preface like. Um, how did you calculate your macros? Like, you know, so because a lot of people in the audience probably wants to know, like, oh, you, you count macros. Like, how does that affect your body okay. you know, in certain ways? All right. So, simply enough, um, he taught me the simple way, and but I depended on him. So, literally, I was reporting to him every day, wake up in the morning, tell him what my weight is, and then we'll change my eating habits and schedule week by week, depending on the progress while he trains me. Because, obviously, he sees me at least twice a week. He sees if I'm getting stronger. How do you base stronger on? Like, can you run longer? Can you push heavier weights? Like, are you building muscle? Are you expending that energy? So, first off, um, for the audience, if you want to actually try like a macro diet, download something simple like the Under Armour app. Um, that gives you a little breakdown, a diary log. So, everything you eat has X amount of protein, fats, and carbs. And then from there, weigh yourself. Like, 
just get like a Fitbit, something, and just see how many calories you do your daily burn, your daily expenditure. The simplest thing you got to think about is calories in versus calorie out. If you burn more than you eat, you're going to lose weight no matter what. You eat more than you burn, you're going to gain weight no matter what. It's common just, sense. Shit. It's common sense, but people don't think about it. They're like, yeah. if I just keep eating salad, you know, I'm going to be like, all right, but you don't work out. If you only burn like 800 calories per day because you're sitting at a desk like me and computer all day, I barely walk. The train's right there, and I'm like indoor, indoor, out, and barely doing any activity. Even if you eat all the salad in the world, it's not going to help you. It's not. And then a lot of people that eat these salads, they think they're doing themselves a good deed, but you're harming dressing, your body. Yeah. The dressing that I see them put on. Oh my god, day, yo, people they go might to chop. Be chomping down a huge burger in terms of like if you're just um, counting calories. Yeah. They're getting the same amount of calories, but. And the burger will probably be better for you because it has some carbs and some proteins in it, while your salad is just salad and then dressing. Correct. So that doesn't do much for you. So we break it down three meals. Uh, from there, we counted like my X amount of burning. My breakfast, I had the option. So I did the very lazy way, which also is painful. So I don't really suggest this. In March, when I started working with him, I was 210. Big, big dude. And how Gosh, tall are you? I'm six foot. Six foot two. Which turn. isn't okay. considered too heavy. Right. But for a fighter, for a that's fight, like, you You, you want to get in a better bracket. Oh, yeah. So I got into a better so, bracket. When I yeah. did my weigh-in, I was actually 175. So, Holy shit. What, but but that's also like depleting. I just had to be under 180 because my bracket right. was 172.1 up to 181.0, something like that. Okay. Like about a 10-pound difference. So I had to be under 180. That was my goal the whole time. What's uh, the ideal weight class for for six foot fighter? It, dude, you could get, it depends so, on your you body could, type. Your body type, dude. All right, so yeah. little spoiler: I fought somebody who I wasn't supposed to fight, but this guy was in the same weight class, but he was in the B league. I was in the C league, complete, complete amateur. He was in the B league. He had about six fights on his belt. Situational. Um, I just had to match up to him. Otherwise, I wasn't gonna fight, dude. This guy was six foot five. So wow. that's the thing. In the same weight class. Yeah, you so you reach. shouldn't. That's what I'm saying. Somebody like that will dominate the weight class because they're much heavier dude. But if they could cut weight and go through that torture. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just for the weigh-in. But then on, on fight day, he could be like 20, he could have 20, he could 20 pounds, pounds on, on him. So all UFC Easy. fighters, they do that crazy cut. You saw that uh, yeah. Chris Cyborg and her they like burning. Cooked, they cooked themselves. I can't do that. So. I did like a light cut, but it was a painful cut because it's like, I like to eat, man. I love <laughs> to eat. Bro. We we're in New York. Asian too, bro. Asian, got, you love rice, love, you love, love noodles. The tea and the, noodles. And the carbs and the ramen and <laughs> all that. It's rough, dude. Like it's, so it's hard. My breakfast, fried foods. My oh. breakfast was basically just, in the beginning, was just like cereal and then like two eggs, two hard-boiled eggs. I could have the yolk. That's breakfast. Lunch would be X amount of um, chicken. So I actually had to weigh everything. I got a scale. So I had like a, my meal, my set meal was about... 225 grams of chicken breast, um, some low-calorie sauce, barbecue sauce, 180 grams of white rice cooked, and then unlimited veggies. That was my meal, my staple meal, my lunch, twice a day, so lunch and dinner, same thing. Did that. Lunch and dinner is the same structure? Roughly about the same structure. So what's because breakfast? That, um, cereal, like a bowl of cereal, 60, 80 grams of like, and Cheerios. Like, like, uh, so some boring cereal. The boring, The more boring ones. No frosted flakes, no, no pops, no lucky charms. So here's the thing. In the beginning when he worked out with me, he was like, your body is going to take a while. You need to adjust. So tell me if you have any like serious cravings because that's what a good trainer does. Like He finds mm. out how to work with you. He doesn't just say, like, right. 
jump on the salad, whatever. Because eventually your willpower will break down the line. Yeah, exactly. So for me, I wanted, it was mind over matter. So I just wanted more than I cared about eating at one point. So he was like, all right, you can have a Pop-Tart before we work out. I was like, oh, what? (laughs) Pop-Tart, you can have a donut. I don't care. You can have a slice of pizza because as long as we fit it within your carb brackets. Mm -hmm. So I was allowed X amount of fats, X amount of carbs. Calculate. That's why you got the Under Armour app. I can plug everything in. Said like I had pizza. So the rest of the day I have maybe 200 calories left. 300 calories. So you were just making sure that I stayed under a number. Bore, you burned more calories than you actually consumed. Yes, while staying within like a higher protein, lower fats, so lower that carbs. you don't actually get burnout and that you can recover. Yep. So you can recover. And then I also was a big supplement guy. So some BCA here, whatever, protein powder here and there. Okay. He wasn't crazy about it because he was like, you can supplement protein powers by rather you get real food real food there's nothing that beats that exactly you feel fuller you feel more energized and the main thing is sleep absolutely you you mess up your sleep schedule you i don't care what you do your body doesn't recover you don't cut as much weight you get stressed when you get stressed your hormones go up and everything gets messed up you lose strength i mean oh yeah so we were progressing so from march to may i I had a cortisol goes up if if you don't get enough sleep yep how much sleep did you get on average so it was when you were training it was rough with the training schedule depending on which day of the week so my breakdown my training was monday wednesday lifting coach so that's like work and then late schedule i would get home around 10 ish 11 shower shower i try to sleep before 12 that's a little rough there tuesday thursdays i have my sparring camp um same thing eight to nine and then drive home around 10 ish by the time i start sleeping it's around 12 ish and keep in mind i always have to wake up at 6 6 30 for work Fridays would usually typically be my off day. Saturday and weekends are my burnout days. So Saturday I have, I'll be at the gym by like 8.30 a.m. I don't leave the gym until like 2, 2, 3. What? Yeah, dude. I have boxing class. I have personal training with my coach like every other week. I spar with some guys. I do like some other pad work. Okay. I run so the treadmill. A, a lot of it sounds like cardio. <laughs> some cardio. Doing. Yeah, cardio so to push the, the body. What's the mix? Um on a weekly basis, like so, how much weightlifting, or are you doing any weightlifting at all? Oh, I am. My strength conditioning coach, he's strictly just lifting. Cardio, I'm supposed to do every day. And hit training is all the Muay Thai I'm doing. So mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday is my lifting, guaranteed. Thursdays, if I have time, weekends, if I have time, I'll put in a little lifting session before I do all the Now, are Muay you doing time. heavy lifting, or are you oh, just yes. doing light, heavy. light weights? Maximum? With him, it's always heavy. It was heavy week, and then it was light, high rep week, and then heavy week, like, it now, fluctuates. Do you, do you feel like lifting heavy impacts your speed? Yes. Um, so you build up the strength, you have it, and then it builds up the endurance. So, like, my shoulder, you're throwing so many punches. You think about, like, a boxer, what's their, what's their weapon? Their hands, that's it. They're just punching the shoulder muscles, every little muscle. And then I didn't realize it until I had a personal trainer because I've been lifting since college. I was like, all right, you know, I'm a big dude. I can push out two and a half plates almost three plates i started training with him he made me realize you've been using the wrong muscles all the time he made me realize that i could barely push 25 pounds on each on a rack on a bench pressing because i was using the wrong muscles i wasn't engaging my chest so with him i developed proper muscle proper form which actually translated to proper muscles being utilized when I was doing Muay Thai. So you're probably using like your legs, your back, your shoulders. Yeah, so you try to do bench press and you think you're going to use your chest muscle. But then I was using your rounded shoulder. So yeah, it's called yeah. rounded shoulder syndrome. You use a lot of shoulder triceps. Mm-hmm. Your chest never gets activated. 
So, so is that when when your shoulders are kind of rounded forward? forward? Yeah. So yeah. we're on the computer, we uh, typing. Okay. You round it forward. Yeah. And when you're trying to bench that way, your body is always thinking, "What's the easiest way to get the result?" They don't know. Stress is stress on your body. Your body, mentally, your CNS is just like, "All right, I'm gonna get this weight off me." So right. how do they do it? Well, your shoulders are bigger, your triceps are bigger, it's and your positions here. It's gonna compensate. That that usually happens when I see that usually happens when people are lifting. Heavier than they can, than they actually can for that muscle. It's an ego the thing, en- too. Entire body can handle it. Yep. But that physical muscle itself cannot. Yep. So, so right away, your brain goes into survival mode and it's like, all right, let's use this muscle. Let's use our legs. That's why you see, like, um, when, when I was a kid coming up and we were training. Yep. And, you know, people were uh, weight training and yep. people would be lifting weights. And right away, you see the lower back come up, the squirmies, Yeah, the super arching. The arching. But the then here's the thing. You out, see yeah. anything, like, online and they're like, all right, uh, how this guy get that crazy lift, crossfitters, how they get that big lift, that super arch. Like, why are they doing that? Bodybuilders do it to, they have a goal, is to lift the heaviest weight. Right. But they're only doing one rep. That doesn't mean that's good for you. What's good for those bodybuilders doesn't mean it's going to be good for you. Right. The training I do definitely might not be good for everyone else. But to wrap this all back, and you said like the macro dieting, it's find what your body needs, but macro diet is more flexible if you're trying to do a certain goal. So think about what you want. You want to cut some weight temporarily. You have that New Year's weight right now, New Year's new me, all that other stuff. People just want to drop weight. But look, you want to drop weight, the easiest thing and messed up thing to say, chop off a leg, chop off an arm. What do you <laughs> what do you like less? You know, you lose the weight. But if you want a healthy, maintainable thing. Don't do the juice cleanse. Don't do, like, starvation because your body bounces back so much. And as soon as you have that one slice of pizza, that one pasta dish, and you and you wake up the next day, it's going to show like that because your body is just like, oh, shit, we're actually having some of this. Let's reserve it. We don't get too much of this too often. Exactly. And then, and then the willpower will wane, and then you go, you know what? That wasn't too bad. Let me have another cheat meal. Let me have another. And then eventually it'll all just collapse. And then when that happens and you see how how hard you had to work in the first place just to get to a place where you were like, damn, I look good. Where you like meet your, I guess, your physical appearance, whatever those or your weight, you know, you're just a a lot happier. But now you you stop fighting Mm -hmm. and you go, okay. Um, I will have this, and that that's not going to make that much of a difference at one meal. And then everything starts roller coastering, yep. and it goes down. It's like a domino effect. Chick, chick, and that's chick. why everybody goes up and down. So they're like, right. "All right, I'm fit," and the next second they eat like a fat ass, and they're lard now. And then when you when you when you gain all that weight back, then what happens? You lose the motivation. You lose the motivation, day. the confidence, because it'll only take you a couple of weeks to gain all that stuff back, and yep. you might you may even come back heavier. You know, and so and you it's lose, that much harder to cut you, the second you lose time, the consistency, third time. and now you're trying to get back on a horse again, and you're like, shit, I have to, I just put myself back at the starting line. No, Fuck. you're 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 behind the starting line now, right? You so, might be, <laughs> and then and then depression kicks in. Yep, and then now you're People like, give up. Now you just give up. So that's why I, whenever anyone asks me, yo, well, how, oh, you're just naturally skinny. They, you know, they try to. I was like, no, nah, I work for this. You it's work a for lifestyle, this. Like, I, lo- I love it when when you accomplish anything. Oh, you just got lucky, or um, you're just naturally skinny. Like, I'm I'm a little older now, so yeah, yeah I'm 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 human. So yep. things are gonna happen where like shit slows down or things don't work. Yep. Um, what I do is I I incorporate it into a lifestyle. You now I don't get. I have to make sacrifices. Yep. But at the same time, I'm still living. Uh, a, a lifestyle where I can still eat what I want and be happy. And if I really wanted to turn it up, 
where I really like get that chisel look where my yep. jawline could cut steak. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, you could what kind of steak you eat. Where I look like an anime <laughs> drawing if I really wanted to like cut. You know, I could or you could see every all the Yeah. If I wanted to do that, I could. Yep. And I think that'll probably take like two weeks. Okay. You know, strict and that's all dieting because yep. the muscles are there under this fat. Yeah. Everybody but, look, we all have six packs. It's just exactly does it show or not. That's exactly. The truth. Exactly. You don't you, need to do a gabillion sit-ups for that. And you can't you can't get uh, your abs to show just by working out. No. It has to be it's it's mostly diet. It's in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's in the kitchen. It's yeah, and that's what people are forgetting. It's 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 not 50-50. It's not 50% workout and it's not 50% dieting. No. It's 100% de- dedication to the workout. Yep. 100% dedication to the diet. It's it's if you want to be serious about it. Yeah, and if you're lucky then maybe like 10% luck and then you can uh, you know, just show easier cuz you start it, flexing that skinny body. <laughs> if you have genetic and you know, you got to be patient with this with yourself. Yeah. You know, I think I think that's what most people fail at. They they're not patient. And I'm guilty of that too where I'm I'm not patient with myself. Oh yeah. You know, I I want to see we we you live want it in now. such we, a immediate gratification. Yep, and you live on the number on the scale, which is the worst thing. I I don't even I've step on now. a scale. When I heard you say you, you I, used to do that, I had to do, to do it every day, man. I, I get called out. He knows. He's like, "Your number went up." He's like, "Did you have a cheat meal?" Yeah. Like, man. I was like, I mean, Everything like I, I had some um I had some almonds. He was like, right. but that's because you're serve? fighting and you got to train it. I, exactly. I would say anyone managing themselves, I think the first thing is just to get your mentality right. And be honest with yourself. Honestly, look, if you're doing this by yourself, you don't have somebody working with you, be honest with yourself. Like, what's attainable? What's not? How fast do you want it? Because, look, if you really want to cut weight, what do fighters do? They take like medical grade diuretics, you just do a water cut and stuff like that. The reason I got to 175 that morning, all the fighters, we didn't eat. We didn't drink water. We were on a dehydration load. Why? Just because once we step on that scale and we get that green light that we made the weight class, I had cookies, I had protein bar, I had a bottle of water right in my hand. And How he much said, weight did you line. gain within 24 hours when you did that? Honestly, you know, it wasn't that bad. So 175 was like deload. When we went to eat lunch and stuff like that and went back on the scale at home, I was like maybe... 179 181 and i was like yeah i was like dude i could have been 181 to fight when i fought that morning when we went to the tournament i was only like 182 183 but that's that's legal you know because i weighed in the day before so i was like all right still not that bad right now people can't tell but i'm 190 so i've gone up 15 pounds but it doesn't show too much so it's not that bad i actually want to get back down and i might want to compete again next year what weight do you feel the best so, depending on what you want to say. So, my lifting coach says I would be no, good at not, fit. Not, 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 not in like, terms of fighting, just uh-huh. in terms of health. Like, you're walking around. Oh, walking around wise, aesthetically, anywhere between 185 to 190. So, I'm already there. Okay. So, I'm good now. Like, uh, do I want a little bit more muscle show? Maybe during certain times. Do I want a little less pudge here and there at certain times? But for me, it's always, there's always something tied to it. Like, if I'm doing a hobby or something, if I started doing indoor rock climbing again, like, I would want. Less yeah. weight because, you know, when you carry yourself up the mountain, when you're doing even indoor rock climbing, bouldering, it's like, I want less weight to carry so I could get to the top faster. Mm-hmm. So it's a big thing. Um, so fast forward, uh, I'm just trying to stick on a timeline in my head. Tournament comes around, and then this is where all the drama comes in. So East Coast tournament, when my whole team fought the year prior, was in upstate New York fish kills. And I was like, all right, cool. Let me do this tournament this year like anybody else down. They're like, well, they haven't announced the tournament yet. You know, they'll post it on USMTO. USMTO is a great um, organization that does these tournaments. I just don't know what happened this year, 2019. East Coast was finally posted. It was posted for Florida. 
And then I found out that, oh, East Coast changes every year. So I was like, that's understandable. Talked to my coach. I'm like, hey, coach, are we going to this tournament? He was like, we'll see. We'll talk about the fighters. One week later, and I'm like really pushing for this because I really wanted to do it because I missed out. It's gone from the website. I'm like, what's going on? I was like, all right. I waited another week. So I was like, uh, look like they canceled out the East Coast tournament. I was, I was pissed. I was like, wait, what do you mean? Like, I didn't get no fight. Yeah, I didn't. I lo- I'm losing my chance how, again. How's the how's the culture around that? Is everyone supportive of one another? Are they oh yeah. All so like you'd looking, be surprised. Um, like even the people that that are you know the, that's across from you. Yeah, everybody's very the Muay Thai culture in general. It's kind of smaller and it's hard to find. So that's why like these tournaments make such a big deal because you just can't find as many in the U.S. Well, yeah, kind of in the U.S. Like they have the small ones. So I found out because I. So trained is it like the a USA. fraternity within itself? Um, possibly. Is it like, oh shit, you do Muay Thai, I do Muay Thai. Yeah, I'm in this club. Kind of, yeah. And I especially, oh yeah, you compete. Well, oh shit, now we're brother in arms. Like, is it kind of like that, or is it more like, oh yeah, you do clicky. Muay Thai? It's, it's clicky. Some, well, some up, are, some up, yeah. Man? You want to fight sometimes? Like, is it like, is it on some asshole shit? I, I can't, I or, can't speak for everyone. There's people like that some, everywhere. Or is it on some brotherhood <laughs> shit? Like. Like yo, it's such I a mix. get you, man. We're it's in such the a same mix. bracket, you know. It's such same. a mix, but honestly, I think more often than not, you have the nicer ones than the assholes. Okay. You're always gonna have the assholes, no matter where you go. But when I just said there's like less opportunities in comparison, because at the UFC we have different coaches, we have different people. Like people in the gym that you see on a regular, and you see them training. People who work out, you got respect for them. Like I see you putting in work for what? I was like, oh, I do BJJ competition. I'm like, all right, that's really cool. But they were like, oh, I'm competing this week. I'm like, really? Right. Didn't you just compete like a month ago? He's like, yeah, we compete like every month. I was like, really? I've been waiting like half a year and I still haven't gotten a smoker. Right. So the Muay Thai, <clears throat> the Muay Thai like fights are very limited throughout the year. Kind of, yeah, yeah. because um, they need like insurance for the area that they're doing it in. And then if you think about it, like it's an art where you are going to get hurt. You are going to suffer more pain. Do you think it's harder to be an MMA fighter? Versus Muay Thai? Yeah. Uh, possibly, depending on the club and everything else. MMA for overall. me. Overall. Overall. Studying-wise and training-wise, yes, just because you have so much more to learn. But then at the same time, no, because even if, say, your striking game is bad and, say, you have a black belt or a blue belt, like a higher belt in BJJ, you can rely on your ground game. Like, I'm just going to take you down and lock you out. Then there's that part, too. So it really it's yeah, a like, mix. Like, um, like, I, I, like Khabib... Khabib from uh, UFC, the current champion at I think 155 right now. He uh, follows. <laughs> I, I really, honestly, right. I don't follow so, any of so the he, names. So he he uh, he's like he's undefeated, mm-hmm. and uh, he he's the guy that um, I guess in his last fight, I think he fought Conor McGregor. Was it? Oh, the Khabib guy. Khabib. Khabib? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once you get to ground, like you're dead. Like he yeah, got I mean, you. I I watched I watched his clips. Yeah. Holy shit, man! Like, like, all right. So I watched the probably the last. I haven't. He he wasn't in. I guess many people's radar. Yeah. Um, the casual viewers, right? Okay. And I'm, I'm not like this obsessed viewer, but I do yeah. watch it casually because I just, you know, I, I like the fight game, right? Yep. Um. So he got in my radar like about three fights ago. That okay. He had, like, and before the McGregor before fight. the McGregor fight, like probably three fights ago, and and then I. You know, so I forget who, but one of my friends sent me his clip. They're like, "Yo, you gotta check this guy out. He's fucking crazy. Mm. His ground game, like, it's just, it, it's like you almost have to turn away watching him fuck these guys up." Yeah, it's it's scary he, what these guys can once, do. Once once he puts them down, it, it's not that he's like 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 on some Mike Tyson shit. Like yeah. I'm, you know, wah wah, and you're just 
dropping or, or, or um, Wilder, it's 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 crazy. He just pins you down and he tortures you. He's a pit bull, dude. You're, you're like you're still conscious, you're alive, but he's just torturing you. And he's and you get to see you get to see people's um you get to see people from this tough guy shit turn into like like pussy cats. No, yeah. <laughs> You like they come in real tough, real strong, big body language. You see the the shit in their eye. You know the the, the game, the fight. And Khabib, okay. I've never seen any fighter do this where uh-huh. he takes away your confidence. Like you, as soon as he gets you on the ground, the whole look in your eye changes. Like, oh my god, this There's guy no is a, a different animal. He's yeah. so strong. Yeah, I can't. Like you can't. His technique is ridiculous, and he's just so fucking strong. He controls you. Mm-hmm. You know, you try to get out. He pulls your arm back down. He pulls you down and break this part, he, break that muscle. And he keeps, here. and then you like you have to worry about your guard. You have to worry about everything. And he keeps trapping or him submitting you. There's just so many things he can do, and he's just toying with you. And he's talking all this shit to you at the same time. Why yeah. he's fucking you up? Like, and you like, can't, he's you can't. Uh, you the can't more do, you move, yeah, the more you move, the more energy you're you're, you're spending. Yep. And then you're gonna get tired eventually. And you're opening some other guard. Fuck, yeah. man, I I rather just fight somebody. And just get boom, because I could say, yeah, he got lucky. I put down my guard, blah, blah, blah. And then he got a lucky punch or something. Yeah, but with Khabib, it's like, there is no lucky punch. It's He's fucking you up. Like, yeah, he's but that's dominating his you. game. That's his game. So dominating you, bro. I, I have so much. He gave me a whole nother level of respect for wrestlers. I didn't think, come on, who would think? I mean, it's not the sexiest thing to watch. No, of course not. Right? Or, or say, or, or do like, yeah, I'm a wrestler. Yeah. Versus like, yo, I'm a Muay Thai or... I'm I'm a striker to yeah. watch. I'm a boxer, but when you see that, when you see that, like in, in terms of one-on-one real-world combat, you're just yep. like, holy shit! I didn't. Well, that, well, that's why MMA, Muay Thai for striking, BJJ for self-defense, like Krav Maga, all these type of martial arts in general is more practical. So when I was little, it's like, all right, how practical is like Taekwondo? You know, it's uh, uh, respect for them. Like I don't want to get kicked by them, the high but kicks. nobody the high kicks. Yeah, you yeah. see all the board breaking and stuff like that. Yeah. That's great for show. Right, there's a lot of history behind it, but right. but you gotta know no, what you're doing. You need to know what you're doing, and this shit ain't the movies. Like you, you, you get taken be, down. You can't be kicking that wide and spinning. No, they'll, shit look they'll grab your leg. They'll they'll grab your leg, and guess you what? You will get caught. You get caught, and then they twist and right. break your leg, and game over. Ninety percent right. of fights end up in the streets, not our streets, but the streets in general. K Town, wherever you see a random yeah. fight. They get floored in a minute, and then right. you're just ground and pound. And it's not about, like, a lot of people, like, what I see in street fights or the streets or, or like, whatever fights that I've been in. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, versus, like, when you're fighting someone that's trained versus someone that's not trained, even if they're strong, it doesn't mean shit. No, it doesn't. If, 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 if they, you know, a lot of people, they swing wide. They don't, they have a terrible guard. They don't have proper form, which you need to be trained form, on. Like, so if they hit, it's like, yeah, they connect, but it's... It's not as bad or efficient that, as it could be. Yeah, it's not that. It's not doing that much damage to you. Whereas if you know what you're doing, you have certain leverage, or you move your feet a certain way, and, yep. or uh, you don't go too wide. You know, you have your guard right, and you just you know, or, or even if you're in a street fight, if you see a pattern, yeah, right away, you if it's a good it, you know one-on-one, to... yeah, man, you can set traps, and you know, it's fun. You speak from experience. <laughs> it's fun, man. It's, it's fun, but but uh, yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of people don't get. Is just like. Um, don't like I wouldn't fuck with someone that's that's like if I didn't play basketball. Yeah, and I would I just saw some videos and I and you know people talking. And all you're this gonna stuff step and, in and you'd be like I'm gonna dunk yeah, on your ass right yeah. now. Yeah, I see some shit on hoop life and and you know like oh b ball's life and and I'm like oh shit yeah I could do that and I step on a court with somebody that knows how to play even though if he's not a professional but he just got game. Yeah, 
I'm, he's gonna, I'm you gonna embarrass. Like yeah, yeah, he's gonna make me. Same thing with a trained fighter, a trained fighter that's training every fucking day, and they know what the fuck they're doing, and you go, you trying to go one on one with them. That is that is it's not a smart move. <laughs> it's not. But here, you know here's how many videos I've seen of, of yeah. or even in real life when I'm out hanging out, like and some random then, guy gets taken down. But here's the so, thing: some like, big dude thinking he he just because he got muscles, just because he go to the gym, lift weights, and I see this little Vietnamese dude, but he knows how to fight. He's trained, and he just boom. But you usually you can out. tell like uh, if he's a fighter or not by his stance, his positioning. You, you usually like, can, like, but, but it's too them. late. It's too yeah, late. you're already it's engaged, like, and then it's the yeah, ego well, thing. If you're a yeah, freaking six yeah. foot five giant like buff dude, right? Yeah, yeah. And you have that small V dude, like Will was saying, call you out, and you guys are really gonna duke yeah. it out. Get down, yeah. Once yeah. he's like flexing and like getting ready yeah. to fight you, you're like shit. Yeah, once he's, once you think he's about form, it, he's very balanced. He's not. But it's too late. What are you gonna do? Then? He's either gonna kick you. You just got knocked out by a little guy, or it's just like, run away. Are you gonna back out? <laughs> run away, six, dude. You're run a six away, foot five, dude. big. Run away. Guy. But, but some, some, sometimes you're engaged. But so I, I, I think I saw a one late, a video, man. like a video of this, um, this um, guy working at a gas station. And some guy would try to rob the gas station. Mm-hmm. But oh, then I saw that. he squared up. And oh, yeah. You could tell, like, he's a fighter. And I'm like, yeah. okay, this guy's going to get messed up right now yeah, because yeah, yeah. he just squared up, like, positioning himself. He, he got his hands blocking his face. He's ready. And the other guy, he's just like, he's like going like this, like, just arms low to his body. Like, he doesn't know how to fight. And he's about to get, you know, whooped. Right? Yeah. So. Well, I. I- I think I, I can't always tell because I've seen some people square up game, especially in the hood. Like, yeah. it looked kind of good. You know what I mean? What's up? What's up, boy? Like, you know. And, oh, and then, but, but I don't that, know. That's like what I, looked, I think that's really it, what they see. The initial, initial, you're like, oh, man, that's a good. But you really get to test the game, like, how they defend, how they strike. Mm. And how they move. Like, how within they move, 10 seconds of a fight, you'll know, like, all right, maybe he has a Even shorter because a fight could take only 10 seconds. It, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, most most street fights don't last that long. Look, it's it's, so, it's such a freaking eagle thing in the streets, like with yeah. these big guys trying to prove themselves. But here's another thing: well-trained fighters, really, ninety percent of the time, they're the nicest guy. Like, yeah, so what? They train so much, we yep. get so tired of it. I don't want to so fight true. you. So when people are like, "Oh, you train Muay Thai," it's like, "Oh, so I don't want to fuck with you." I'm like, "All right." I hear this like every other day. <laughs> I work at a corporate bank, and the first thing they told me when I just came back from my tournament was like, "Oh, how'd you do? Whatever else?" And somebody chimes in and came in. And it was like, "Oh, you do Muay Thai." I'm like, yeah, I just train it on the side. He was like, oh, I don't want to mess with you. I'm like, okay. So here's that one thing. He was like, so how much do you make? I'm like, what? He was like, oh, you're like a professional fighter and stuff. I'm like, dude, you have this whole connotation of me, yeah. and you act like I'm going to jump at you right now because you're annoying they me, start, and I'm just going to kick your head off. And it's funny. It's like when, when someone sees it, they start squaring you up. Yeah, like and sometimes just, they try, try to fuck around, and I'm just like, I'm just yeah, tired of this, you're man. Yeah, it's just like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you know, it, it, but it's true. Like, I think um, the most dangerous people are the quiet ones. Yeah. The most really dangerous are. people, the most unassuming. I think, I think the the loud people that's always like talking. But if, but if you're also a giant, you know, most, sometimes they're like just too brolic. They'll truck you down. Most most of the time, like I I've, I've seen, they, they ain't really. But it's the ones that are like just real. You can see the danger in, in their eyes sometimes. You know, like you just sense it. Their energy, like yeah, I'm not fucking with that dude. Like, you know, unless unless I really want it, but. You know, it's like uh, uh. you better be ready to see what comes at you, man. You better be if, ready, man. You never know these days because there's like even there's women that are like tr- fucking that could take you down. If, if a, uh, there's I so s- many videos of uh, like random guy gets messed up by former UFC fighter and stuff like I've that. I've seen that video thing. where this where some dude was messing with a, 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 a like a UFC fighter. Yeah, and, and she just racked him. She and, slept him like in like five seconds. She slept him. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, that's what I'm saying. You never know, man. Like they know where to hit to put you to sleep. They know they know the sleep button. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, they'll power your ass off. Like you, you don't know. Yeah, fi- fighters and uh another thing I learned was uh acupunctures, man. Sports PT acupunctures, they know how where to hit you. Oh. So throughout my whole training thing I met another guy through my trainer. His name is Lou. He works sports PT. He's a big dude. He's like six two, six three, and he's a hefty dude too. But I didn't know sports PT was so painful. Mm-hmm. Literally, I'll be cursing up a storm. Like, literally, he'll just be touching a certain muscle. And he's like, oh, you're stiff here. We're going to break this down. So he broke down my muscle. I used to go to him every oh, other that week. That hurts so good. It hurts so good oh, afterwards. But you think that. about this. He's in it a street fight. So he, doesn't, he doesn't have any fighting experience, but he knows where to, like, just touch you. Yeah, and yeah, then just yeah, start yeah. making you scream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's saying. No, yeah. but, uh, in the good way or the bad way. Your yeah. choice, bro. So who do you think is going to win in the coming fight? Um, oh. Conor McGregor's coming back. He's fighting Cowboy. Oh. No, no, no. no. no honest, honestly, um, the few fights I watch, I do watch his, but I, I think his time is done. Like, really? Because McGregor, like, it's financially-wise, this is when corporate comes in. It's just, like, it's such a money-making scheme for him to keep coming back, keep doing all this stuff. But, like, the actual hype of it up to the event. Like, think about the whole... Um, so you think so? Sum it up. You think McGregor's washed? I think there's no point anymore for him to really compete. He's made the money. He so. loves a fight game, though, right? He does. I mean, yeah, he's make. All right, let's put the money. I think he, money. he might like the money game more. Yeah, that's what it seems to but me. But if he's he like the, the money, money game, game more, now, why why does he need to come back to fight? He's probably gonna make a lot of money on this. A fight. lot of more money on the fight too. I mean, I don't know how much everybody's making on these. But he's fights, got but. his own. You know, businesses on the side, and that generates enough income. He he probably made enough uh, to. I mean, he definitely made enough, grossed enough, or you know, uh, to. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to count another man's chips, but yeah. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure like he's definitely you know. But, but if you could still make more, why wouldn't you? Where's that greed coming from? Like, sure, you can still make it up to a certain point. Like, obviously, if he sure, really but has to like, wake up and get punched in the face. I mean, to he's make not more, he doesn't try. need to do that. I, to me. To me, what I think is just the love of the game. I, you know, to train. You know what it's like to train. Oh, definitely. And let's say you have a hundred million dollars in a bank. Okay. And you, and then let's say, let's say even if you had a lavish lifestyle. Okay. And and you have a very expensive lifestyle, and you know you're buying this, buying that, a lot of material shit, and then you you get a little family, and you're you're throwing stuff at them too, and and you're taking care of your your you know your friends and and your clique, um, or your entourage, and you have a side business and still generating enough income. Would you go back to fighting? And let's say it's yes. I mean, look at you. You you, you are going back to fighting, mm. and it's not for money. For yeah. Everything you said, uh, we've been talking about up to this point, it's not for money. It's because you just, it was something you always wanted to do when you was a kid. Well, yeah, and then it's also a challenge and, and for myself. Exactly. So, exactly. But let's, let's, I think that's right, where, let's count this. That's where Conor McGregor is at. That, I mean, What's I don't his age? I, I don't know all the stats I think he's him. your age. Or, no. I, think he's, I think he's about your age or a year younger. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's yeah. got to be in his like early 20s. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Yeah, he's Don- not, he's not Cowboy old. is old. Cowboy's old. I mean, this guy has like every UFC record. I mean, this dude, this dude, oh man, he's a legend mm-hmm. in, in you know for his weight class, but he's he's um I mean, the Duke can still put it on. Well, who who had the, the last fight, fight? That's why I'm saying I'm like I'm not following. Like when was Cowboy's last fight? He lost in the last one. I think that was against uh Oh man, who was that <clears> with? Uh But what year? Like what year? Was I think recent? it was last year. This was last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Was it Diaz? Did he? No. Oh man, then that's just no, no, no. Diaz fought someone such else. A, and that's such a coin flip. <laughs> Damn it! I don't know. I could look it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should, I was like, we should be looking all that up right now. Yeah, but uh, Can't I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think Connor's doing it just just for for the paycheck. I I, I think that's a small. I think. I mean, it's beautiful. I think it's a, it's a nice cherry on top. Yeah. I think he's doing it because he got love for the game and he got something to prove to himself at this stage. I really think that he may, when he stepped away from the fight game, I think he realized how much he missed it. You know, he's watching, it's kind of like you when you were at the gym and you saw all these other people that you felt like mm, didn't really belong. Yeah. That, or you can, you were I could more be superior too. than yeah. them in, in terms of fighting. I think he's looking at the game and he's going, nah, nah. I want back. Yeah. Those right, belts that, are mean, mine. I'm the best. Um, I don't care what weight class they're there. One fifty five, one seventy. It's mine. It's my division. I think that's what he's thinking. I, th- I think, just from watching his interviews and his character, I, I, I think that's where it's at. I don't think it's. I don't think he's going. Damn, I need to pay the bills. No, or, no, far from or, it. <laughs> or on the other extreme, I want more. I want to get like you know another Bugatti. I want to get another mansion. I, 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 I don't think he's. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's in his mind, but like to get punched in the face, I think he could, and I think he's smart enough now. I think success begets more success, so I think he could find different ways to use that avenue. But I think that's just a part of it. That's just a certain part of it. You know, the business side. I think. I think he still. You have to have love for the game in order to step in the ring. You're you're putting your life at line. Oh, very true. Yeah, on the line, and yep. you're taking a big risk. So I think he needs to. Anyway, that said, who you think is gonna win? <laughs> I mean, now that you're putting it all back on me like that, what, what's the age difference? It's uh, pretty significant. I mean, coming back at it like that, then I would put like a a sixty forty split on McGregor, just from the way we're talking. I'm like, yeah, if I'm thinking about that, and they're fighting at one seventy. So one seventy is and cowboy cowboy's bigger. That's like cowboys. So he's going up. McGregor yeah, was McGregor's always a lot lighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. He's fighting. Uh, Hard to say, man. Uh, I'll tune in and I'll uh, recap with you on the next time. That's what, I mean, they fought at 155. Yeah, definitely. I feel McGregor has like an overwhelming. He does better. But you also got to think about points. it, depending on how heavy Cowboy is, like the cut. It's a dramatic cut. That's the thing. Neither of them have to really, you know, they could just train. They don't have to worry about the cut. Both of them. It's very comfortable for them. Yeah, exactly. 170 so for those guys. That's a little difference. Yeah. Compared to 155. I mean, cutting 15 pounds is fucking hell. Oh, I know, I know, I, I know <laughs> bro. Hell, uh, cutting yeah, this way, you know, you could you you don't have you could just worry about your training and your opponent. Very true. I I I give it a McGregor. Okay. Um, but I feel like fuck, things can happen, man. You gotta understand, happen. this is closer to Cowboy's weight class, and he's more comfortable. He That's had a lot more time. I still give it a McGregor. He's got the youth, and I feel like he he has something more to prove. Okay. That's what I think. I think because if he takes another L. Yeah, That's three L's he, in a row. Oh yeah, so he lost his last two fights because I was thinking yeah, that yep. too. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe he lost his last two fights. I, yeah, I think right? so. So if he takes another, no, no, wait. Who who did he fight last? He fought um, Khabib. He lost Khabib to Khabib, last. and then who? He also lost to Mayweather. Mayweather, yeah. So there you go. So it's like, you know, he takes three L's in a row, and this time to Cowboy. It's time. It's time to hang it up because he's the favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even at one seventy, he's the favorite. So. I don't know, man. I I like Connor because all the shit that he's he's done aside, um, the negative. I mean, but he's human, right? I mean, with that much fame and 
it gets to you. It gets it gets to you, and then like. But you also had like the crazy humble upbringing. The other side of Connor, man, that shit is super inspiring. But you also don't see that, like you don't see that anymore. Yeah, I miss that. Like the the beginning Connor, I swear to God, I I would tune in. I would tune into his even the trash talker Connor. I love. Well, no, we tune in because it's entertaining. Because it's entertaining, but in terms of like, he's inspiring. When he would get to his his, because because he came from nothing. I mean, he, he said that he was a. You know, him and his dad used to fight, and he his dad used to have to drag him out of bed just to go to work, and then they'll get into a physical confrontation. He didn't want to go do it. He didn't want to do the construction job he had. And come on, that shit is inspiring, man. And he said, fuck it. He listened to himself. I mean, how many times do I, we, we can all relate to that where our parents and the people around us are, are telling us to do something else, and you, you have this other voice in your head, and you're going, I'm going to do this, and everyone's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, of course. Yeah, get the fuck out Just of here. Just wait till Monday morning. And he's morning. like, I'm going to be a champion. Everyone's looking at him like, yeah, go back to the construction yard. You know, so that shit is crazy inspiring, and then he just, one day, he just decided to get into this sport. And damn, man! Look he put what in he the work. He put into. in the work, man. He's a star. He took a major risk. And if you look at anybody that's successful, like, uh, like, they need that challenge. Like, they have some they, crazy backstory too. Yeah, and they all took a major risk. They all had to sacrifice the safety net and walk on that tightrope. Every single one of them. That's, and they had so many people that doubted them. Jack Ma from. Yep. Alibaba, right? Yep. Like the founder, like our man Bruce. Yeah, word. Everyone doubted him in Hollywood. So. Everyone doubted him, and it's it's insane. It's insane for all these people that made it on their own. Um, the guy from KFC, the 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 colonel, right? Yeah. Um, the lady, who's the lady that wrote? Uh, oh my J.K. Rowling. J.K. Harry Rowling. Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. How many publishers said no to her? Yeah. They were like, nah, this is whack. We're not. I mean, I know they're definitely kicking themselves in a the hiney for that, yeah. but. I mean, there's so many, you know, it's like, that's amazing. All of these great people, um, all of these great men and women, so many people around them, even the people that was in their circle, devalued them, right? But these people never slept on themselves. They kept going. Well, yeah, because they, they prized themselves more and their end goal was more than anything else. Man, that's that's the hardest shit. I want to wrap this up for you guys then, like your challenges upbringing like what's in store for you guys like what are you guys pushing for that's more because you know we're all at that age right now families first and obviously career everything else so what are you guys gonna put for yourselves as no matter what anybody else says this is like my 2020 this is my like future that you're gonna go for like for me it was this bucket list i'm doing this right now i did everything for it i spent money on training pt coaching Went to Thailand for a week just because I was like, you know what? I want every little edge I can. Fight-wise, it was a great experience. Things didn't go the way I wanted. I got injured one week before the tournament. I had a injured rib. I had a bruised rib. I went to urgent care. I thought I couldn't fight. I was like, you know what? I'm still fighting. I'm going to do it. Went to uh-huh. Arizona. Uh, did the weigh-in. Made the weight. Found out my opponent wasn't going to be there. And then they gave me an option. Either go up in weight, which I couldn't do because my teammate was in that weight class. Or go up in a league, which I did. Fought the guy, six foot giant, six foot five giant. While well, I'm six foot, more experienced than me. I mean, like all respect, this is where the humble fighter is. Like we took mm-hmm. a picture together after we shook hands. So. He thanked me for like you know stepping up because most people wouldn't do this. I'm basically a white belt fighting right. a blue belt, getting my ass yeah. whooped while injured, and that was it. That was it for my 2019. Like I was gonna do it. My 2020 now is if the opportunity presents itself, 
I get to fight in New York, somebody in the C League, because I'm still an amateur. I'm not a pro by no means. I just want it. I want the strap. I want to yeah. test myself again. So that's, that's amazing, man. I think that's I so think good. that's incredible that that you're able to um, follow through on it, and you're still going after it. And you're but what about you guys, goals. man? Well, that was uh, that was 2019, right? So well, technically, that was a 2018 goal that got pushed back because I kept getting injured. I got, got the horrible luck, man. You never gave up. With no excuse. No that, bullshit. That's horrible you luck, put man. Put your money where your mouth is and your effort. So Norm, you guys, man. Me, uh, a couple of things. Um, just like also family. Uh, I okay. want to start start uh, moving forward to like growing my family. Um, okay. I've been with my girl for uh, four years, so it's it's. I, I, mean, I think I think I'm ready to take that step. So, I mean, like you know, but it's it's sort of like I'm thinking about it right okay, now. Good. So um, also the money game. Um, looking at my investments, how to diversify. Like you uh, like you said, we're in our 30s, so it's sort of like you know how how am I going to grow you know, my investments, our businesses. How do we take it to the next level? So that's that's my goal for 2020. Cool. Yeah. Well, big man right here, family man. man. The family man, yeah. (laughs) To uh, just continue to grow, learn, and uh, everything that I'm doing, uh, you know, I I really want to get to a point where I can be, where I can flourish, where I can set myself, everyone that I've just mentioned, that my name is there with them, with theirs. Uh, so that's my goal. Um, 2020 is the year that I lay a stronger foundation towards that path. Now, um, the, the family thing I've, I've already touched on, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, if I could grow my family, great. I'm, I've got two wonderful kids and um, a beautiful wife. And um, if, if I get blessed with another child, I, I mean, I love kids, so I don't mind. Um, and finances will be finances. You know, I try not to become a slave to it. I think a lot of people um, put a and, and and that's very normal and understanding. Um, but I've I've got to watch several people that was is very close to me, even growing up, and they fight over money, and that's like almost to an unnecessary level. And I feel like when they do that too much, they mess out on a lot of things, a lot of things. Because they have the blinders on. They have, they're sli- not that they have the blinders on. That's because they're a slave. They serve the money. Everything they do is for the money. That's it. That's Very it. And true. if that defines their life, then I, to me, that's fine for them. Um, but that's not for me. That's not for me. There's, they're, they're, I have a different, um, I guess, uh, arrangement. That, that it, and it's only because I've seen what that does to people. And that's already not something that you can say like yeah maybe i'll follow that path for a bit or anything or it's just been there done right it. don't get me wrong it's very important to earn money and no, it's great to earn a lot of it to get that financial security yep i'm all about that i support that but i'm saying becoming a slave to it that's of course that's dangerous like like any other addiction becoming a slave to cigarettes right drugs, drugs drinking right? yeah where your life all your life decisions revolves around that only where that sits at number one so you know i don't know but i, I want to live a more balanced life 2020 okay. i want to get to know myself better and just lay a strong foundation so that um i, I can i guess do better things sounds good amazing yeah. amazing i think i hope everyone else yep yeah I hope everybody said, else has hope, a good 2020 man yeah man accomplish your goals kill start it. of the kill year it. and if you can't find support or mentors i say um 
Go look for them. <laughs> go look for them either in a book or go out there and meet people. And uh, and if you find them interesting and they find you interesting, perhaps you know they might be a good fit. You know, but I would find a good place to start is just going out talking to people. Yeah, feel free to reach out, man. That's yeah. the main thing. Don't Absolutely. be scared to ask. Yep. Here we go. Okay. Cool. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Lucky boys out.